Everyday Living in the Valley, where I'm your host, Jess Alex. And I'm your host, Mr. Distinguished. Relationships, current events, dream interpretations, we cover this, and so much more here in the Valley. For more information on what's happening in the Valley, you can always visit our website at truevibes.net. That's T-R-U, the word vibes, dot net. If you like the content that we are producing, feel free to like our Facebook page and our TikTok page, Everyday Living in the Valley. And we would like to remind you of your chance to enter our Valley giveaway. Details on that coming up. But let's talk about taking a life inventory of yourself. Right. You know, we live in a much linear society where we just move forward, move forward. But I guess we don't sometimes take the time to sit down and, you know, take inventory of ourselves. Absolutely. Our mental health, our emotional, you know, all of that. So, I don't know. That's a really good topic. You know what? I think that's one of the things that, like, as a human, it's very hard to do is take inventory of yourself. And that also not just involve your um, your mental status, but your accountability. Right. Like, sometimes we get caught up in the world of how people are going to perceive us so we live through other people you know we try to live through or live or be what other people want us to be but i think you have to be your true authentic self that is most important that goes into your mental because once you're living your truth people can see that okay this is who this person is but you can also feel that within yourself and know i am being nobody but me right so we get busy you know the kids school work absolutely husband wife all of it but i guess at some point in time you had to sit there and take yourself into consideration right sometimes that's hard to do too I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it and be like, okay, you know, like life be life. And we say that a lot. I think we say that every episode, life be life. And, but sitting down and really reflecting on things and seeing that you need to slow down. Sometimes some people feel like they can't. And really you can. You can take time for yourself and you can actually develop a habit of where you are protecting your peace because your peace is everything. You can't do that without being peaceful. You really right. can't. You're going to be in turmoil because you're just trying to do everything and be everything for everybody except for, for yourself. So you have to do that. And how would you say is the best, I guess, strategy for someone or to take inventory of themselves? Is there a right or wrong way to do it? No, it's, it's, 
it's by that particular person, like their standards and what they feel like is important to them. Because what's important to me may not be important to you. Right. And what's important to you may not be important to me. So for me, I would say that involves me just slowing down. Mm-hmm. Because it's always go, 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 go. And I got to do this. The kids got to go here and we have to do this and we have to go and we got to do that. I got to work and I got to do this. I got to hold this up. But then, oh, wait a minute. What about Alex? And mm-hmm. then you feel like you don't overextend it yourself. In, yeah. And then it's like you're having a breakdown because panic's in there and anxiety coming in. And then depression come in because you feel like you're not living up to what you're supposed to be. Right. And who is to say what is a good person and what is not a good person? You know, one of my things that I just don't want to happen with me mm-hmm. is that I get to the age of 60 and 70 and just start living then, right, in the retirement. I Listen. Listen, that ain't it. <laughs> that is I not could, the way. I can definitely tell you there are people who are in their 50s and 60s and then it's like, Life don't, I don't work. Like, they, right, I mean, they, they don't work, work, work. Like, I know some people who are in their 30s and 40s, y'all, and they don't believe in taking vacations and just doing stuff. Like, I got to make money, I got to make money. Yeah. Yes, I understand that. Yes, you do have to make money and you want to live comfortable, but you also got to live. So, right. you got to take time. And let me tell you something. One thing that Alice is going to do, she going to live. She going to live and you're you going to go on vacation. I'm going to go on a vacation. And we say this many times. One way to, I guess, take inventory or accountability of where you at in life is to take yourself out. Absolutely. And and get a different perspective of what's yes. going on. Spend time with those who matter to you the most. And that has to be people who also feel the same way about you. Not you trying to make someone be something that they right. just not capable of being. Not um, reciprocated. No. No, I was going to say that, but then I knew I was going to screw up that word. Listen, so I didn't I say had, it. I, I just had, left it over there. I had to practice it a couple of times in my head. <laughs> I didn't even say it. Y'all, I was, was going to say that. Like, and I what? was like, there's a word for this. Oh, it is. I wanted to say it. it He's going to be reciprocated. I didn't say it. I said, uh uh-uh. uh. I yes. ain't even finna say it with a 10 foot pole. Y'all, but I am, I'm like, for real. We we have to do better, I think, as our own individual self. That is holding yourself accountable for things that are gonna be for you. Right. And actually surrounding yourself around people who are truly for you. Like that's so important. I had to learn that. Ooh. Now, this is the one. I had to learn that forgiveness is everything. Right. It is not about me forgiving you because I feel like you wronged me or you did this, but that's my peace. That is actually my peace. My peace is you did what you did, but I forgave you, and therefore I am moving forward with life. Because that is myself taking the inventory of what I need for myself. And sometimes while you're taking this inventory, you have to forgive yourself for things as well, too. Absolutely. For the mistakes that you make, the same grace that you give to others and you Mm -hmm. allow people, you be like, oh, you know, that's okay. Because we say that a lot, right? Somebody be like, dang, my bad. I'm sorry. When it comes to ourselves. And then it comes outside, you be like, dang, Uh I'm, I'm stupid. Or don't say that. 
don't don't say stuff like that about yourself because you're not stupid. We all make mistakes. There are nobody. Listen, nobody is perfect. And also believe this. Do not judge yourself according to people control content that they put online because everybody's going to put that they happy and it's going to be smiles and everything's going to be great. Right. It's that's not life, baby. And what we can see like especially in the entertainment business. Ooh. Listen. When we have a, a set idea of how somebody's going, you know. Or oh, how relationships. Yep. And folks just fall apart. They just like, fall apart. Oh, my God. Like, Especially in Hollywood. Yes. Um, who was that? <laughs> uh, as a matter of fact, Young Cheesy and mm-hmm. Jeannie Mai, right? Mm-hmm. They are getting divorced. Well, he filed for divorce. And everybody was just like, oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Didn't see this well, coming. Two weeks ago, she posted this lovely post about her husband <laughs> yeah. and, and their family and she, how proud of him she is and all. And I'm like, that's why I never base my relationship off nobody. You will never hear me do that. You yeah. know what? My relationship is my own relationship goal. That's it. Be your own goal. Right. Do not try to live up to anybody else because they just control what you see. Right. Yes. <laughs> Believe that. I guess we're all content creators in a way. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we all, you know what? We can all come together and win. That's what it's about. Like when you take inventory of life and you look at things and you look at what you want to do, like if it's a podcast you want to start, start it. Start it. If you want to do a, a blog, blog. If you want to vlog on trips and just do all type of random videos, do it. You want to do a skit, do that too. Don't let nobody tell you what you can't do. Just do right. it. Do it. You got this. Absolutely. This is your Valley Gateways brought to you by Bodega 1205. We present to you our second Valley Giveaway. Fill the people in, just Alex. So, y'all, I know we said last episode it was your last opportunity, but, but guess what? We're going to run it back, okay? Yeah. We want, we want to see more people answer. We right. appreciate all the entries that we got. Thank y'all Thank so, you so much. much. So we're going to wrap off this $100 Visa gift card. That is correct. I said it. I'm going to say it again. $100 Visa gift card. So here are the rules of the raffle. We need you to like and follow the Everyday Living in the Valley Facebook page and TikTok tape page. You must invite 10 people to our page. You must enter one of the secret words that have been broadcasted throughout all the episodes starting with episode five episode five y'all not one through four we said starting with episode, episode five. five so go back listen to those mm-hmm. you go to truevibes.net and click on enter valley giveaway well guys after the break let's talk about the whole kirk franklin father's day documentary coming right up on everyday living in the valley portion of the program is brought to you by Bodega 1205. Give them a try today. Living in the Valley. Family, culture, community. Do you have a taste for some Latin American cuisine or want to try something new? Well, add Bodega 1205 to your bucket list where you can expect some freshly squeezed juices, some epic empanadas, and the most perfect pernil that's just like your Puerto Rican grandma's. Remember guys, Bodega is not just food, it's an experience. 
and I personally go there at least two times a week for the experience. 1912 Street, Columbus, Georgia, 31901. Family, culture, community, Bodega. Visit their website at bodega1205.com or give them a call at 706-221-3514. Your Valley Giveaway secret word is journey. That's journey. Again, that's journey. And I'm your host, Jess Alex. Relationship, current events, dream interpretation, recover them, and there is so much more. If you want more information on what's happening in the Valley, visit TrueVibes.net. Opportunities for advertisement, visit our website for details, TrueVibes.net. That's true, T-R-U, Vibes.net. Let's get into this Kirk Franklin Father's Day documentary. Right. Yeah, so it's was really an eye-opener because I really didn't know that much about Kurt Franklin. Never heard him talk about it, really. I mean, I did hear, like, in a couple of his albums where he had mentioned, you know, the possibility of being fostered and not really having parents like that. But I guess this really was an eye-opener or whatever. Absolutely. And very inspirational uh, story. And... It's unfortunate that, you know, he had thought that one of the guys that was his dad what really wasn't his yeah, dad. Yeah, because he died, like, what, three years ago or something yeah, like, like that? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know what? I don't know. I think, Kirk, this has given him a new, I don't know, vitality, right? I think... Finding his real dad. Absolutely. But it was, it was, he was so close, too. He was looking for him his whole life. Yes. And he was right there all along. He stayed, like, down the street, around right. the corner from the studio or something like that. I mean, it was like that, and or his old house used to be, like... In the neighborhood or something. Where his kids in front of the... Something like that. Right, right. <clears throat> and now he has a sister that he didn't know anything about. Right, it's just... And it's just a lot for all of them to process because yes. you look at that. Now, let me... And I'm not saying the mom was being malicious or anything like that, but as women... We got to do better. Right. But I don't know. I got also a sense that she didn't want to accept reality. Of course not. Right. It, it just seemed like even after the second DNA test, she was like, I can't accept this. I mean, but you have to realize what you are. You have to take your personal feelings out. Right. Because it's not about you. Right. It is about the kid and the dad. Now, if you told the dad, like, yeah, it's a possibility it's you or whatever, and, you know, he decided he didn't want to be in Kirk's life, then that's a different story. But there was never, a, like, the guy just found out that's his right. son. I wonder how he, know because he probably know of Kirk Franklin for many of years. Of course. Who, who don't? Right. Like, in especially, the African-American especially community. in that town or Right. I mean. So, like, seeing him, like, on TV absolutely. and stuff like that. But isn't it weird that, I guess, a guy who Kurt was going to record with mm-hmm. was like, I know this guy. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah. really felt like that was Kurt 
dad. Right. And you know, it's just weird how if this guy was able to piece this together, mm-hmm. how many other people really thought that? You know what I mean? Yeah, like in the background, you know, especially in the African American families. Listen, we, we look at folks and be like, dang, that look like mm-hmm. so and so and so. Yeah. We or, don't mind saying that. Or we be like, they sure no don't look alike. As a matter of fact, we would go even further and try to do the math. Right. I remember she was messing with someone, and you know what? <laughs> like eight, nine months later, such and such was born. And I think that's. I, wonder, I think that's the. You know what yeah. we do now? Yeah. We do that. I want y'all to know we do that, and y'all so know we do you're that. You're saying that this is that this couldn't be the first conversation. No. In the background. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I actually. <laughs> I have a cousin who pinned a baby on someone and it was not his. Oh. And the baby didn't even didn't look. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Didn't even look like guy. Oh. And that tore up some lives. So Yeah. For I, all parties. It, it did. So as a female, you have to do better. We we have to. Regardless of who we want the dad to be or not. You know there's a possibility. Look, we know. We ain't crazy now. Now, mind you, it could be that we slept with a couple of people at the same time. Right. And we don't know who the father is, but we can kind of narrow it down. Yeah. And we know. Um, And I like how, because you know that Kirk has been going through some things with his own child. Yes. Oh, yes. With the son. Oh. Yes. With his own son. Ooh. And so this... Revelation is actually kind of helping to mend he that. He need that, right? He need that, it's, and it, like the child, like his son, needed that information too. It was, I don't know, it was. So you real. know, I think sometimes when you grow up without, I'm not gonna say a father figure, but when you grow up without this intricate part of your life, right? It kind of excludes you from, now mind you, I know when we become an adult, you have the option to break those chains, to break those cycles, right. to, you have the option to make your own choice. But people don't understand how hard it is to transition from being one way to another way. So if all Kirk knew to discipline his son is by, you know, hey, I just need you to man up. I need you to do this, do this, do this. That's all he knew. I'm going to say we can't fault him from that because that's all he knew. Yeah, that was the parenting style that he adopted. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So... Yeah, he maybe he had to change up some stuff and see like, okay, what I'm doing is not working and this ain't this ain't the way it need to be. But by him finding his real father, I think that was able to help mend some things for right. him, help him look at some things in a different way and to actually see how his father is handling things. Right. Because his father could be like, you know, um, you a whole grown man. Yeah, I don't need to know you, nigga. Uh, exactly. <laughs> like, I, I well, like yeah. that, that little SpongeBob. Uh, I mean, I, I holla y'all Yeah. I'm headed out. Bye. But no, his father was actually pretty sweet. Like, you know what? I'm going to let you at your own speed, at your own pace. I like that. Right. I like that. You know, if you want to come to my life. Absolutely. Or whoever else you want to invite. Absolutely. You know. I think that was giving him the option and the opportunity to, because you, you got to process it. Listen, that's right. a load. That's that a lot. That is a load. Because you're thinking somebody that died like three years ago is your father. 
that's your dad. Mm-hmm. And now you find out somebody else is. I don't know personally what I would do in that instance. What do you think you would do? I don't know. That's that's kind of um There's a lot of emotions and feelings. Emotion, especially not really being in that, you know, particular Yeah. You know, phase or this being Absolutely. But you don't really I don't know. That's a good question. It makes you it I know that would listen. Now if my mom did that to me, I'd be upset. I love my mama, but I would be upset. Mm-hmm. I would. There would be some explaining she would have to do to right. me. Right. And it it and the way that I think, and I'm a very logical person, y'all. Mm-hmm. I break everything down, analyze it. It probably wouldn't be that she could say that could really just make it be okay. Right. So it'll be like she'd be like, you know, I'm sorry. Nah, but my mom, she. But I wonder how common that is. Like. I think it's a, it happens on, listen, all them little TV shows that oh, be on, yeah, that, especially the Maury. Yes, yeah. yes, and they they all run back. That's, y'all already know them. Listen, mm-hmm. you know that ain't that kid, Dad. Yeah. And they be all over on the screen. Look at him. He look just like us. She look just like him. They got the same eyelashes. Exactly. <laughs> and then it's not yours. And you all that. ran it back there in the back, uh-huh. falling all out and stuff. Oh, huh? look at their angles. Look at his ankle. Now look at his ankle. Exactly. It's crazy. Tell me that's not the same ankle. It's just crazy to me. It is so crazy. It is. It is. Um, I will say that I was blessed to have my dad in my life. Right. Did we get alone all the time? No. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Yeah. And I I guess in hindsight, because he wasn't an emotional person. Mm, I can get that. Yeah, he wasn't an emotional person. So now me being an adult world or whatever i kind of understand that because you're not an emotional person (laughs) that's why you kind of understand it because you're not emotional either but this is something that i did realize like when we are in our i don't know you know elementary years middle school high school well really our elementary years is what shape how we're going to be when we become adults right so mm-hmm. if i was taught not to be emotional right or not loving and just really just i don't care that's how you're going to be as an adult right. so and that's a protective style as well because it's avoiding it's avoiding any type of emotional contact and even the thought of it scares you and it even just like Nah, I ain't even gonna open myself up to you. Like for what? Nigga, who are you? Exactly. <laughs> like you finna come on here. You think you better just do anything? To right. Me? So I, I think that also, and that's not saying that you know your parents inflict trauma because my mom did not inflict trauma I on mean, me. I my dad like did they, not inflict they, they trauma. All, they all did the best. They did. Right. What they could do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I commend my mom for being a single mother. That's not saying my dad was not there. My dad was amazing. He was an amazing man. But when it came to like, you know, just not learning how to, I did not know how to navigate my feelings right. and talk about feelings and just really be like, you know, um, I'm, I'm really depressed. How do I deal with this? And, the first thing I was told was, you know, you just keep it moving. Well, I think just us as African Americans. You suck it up. You suck it up. You, you keep, keep it moving, moving and you pray to God. And you don't really talk about depression. You you pray to God. You pray to God. And he's going to take it away. And if that doesn't help, I don't, just, I don't know what to say. <laughs> you got to figure it out. And that's that's the way we was raised. Like, right. that's, that's like the way I was raised. Not saying my mom didn't love me. Mm-hmm. Not saying my dad didn't love me. Like you said, they did the best they could do. But when it came to feelings... Baby, that was it.
So my parenting style was the same right. until my children was like, oh, no, mama. I don't, I don't know what you're doing, but that ain't it right here. Yeah. So I actually, I, I'm glad. I'm glad that I have my children to teach me how to feel, y'all, because I didn't know how to feel. So that's something new. And I think with Kurt, it's just some things that he had to learn that's going to be new. Yeah. It's going to feel awkward. It's going to feel strange, but it's going to be for the best. Right. Yes. Yes. Well, guys, that's it for today. We hope that you enjoyed today's show. Join us next week for another exciting episode of Everyday Living in the Valley. Living in the Valley. This has been a True Vibes Entertainment Production. For more information on what's going on in the Valley and more, visit our website at truevibes.net. That's true as in T-R-U, the word vibes, dot net.